Thank you for downloading Escape Velocity. This series is supported by you. We have a fantastic community of patrons we'd love you to be a part of, and I wouldn't be able to make this series without their backing. To find out more, please visit patreon.com forward slash radio theatre workshop for behind the scenes info, series updates and great rewards. Amid the stars in the sky, humanity expands and thrives as it pushes back the boundaries of the universe. From the luxury of the core systems to the harsh worlds of the frontier, men still fight. Some fight for survival or greed. Some fight for a flag and others for retribution. But across the lonely darkness, they all share one aim, to be elite. Escape Velocity, an elite dangerous audio adventure serial written and produced by Christopher Jarvis. Episode 3, Into the Fire. (laughs) What? What is it? Oh, space, no. No, 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 no. What's the matter? What is that? This, this is a container full of radioactive waste. But if that's still in the hold, then that means... Yeah, it means you jettisoned the robots. What are we going to do? We? What's all this we business? It's me they'll be looking for. Commander Thane, I'm really sorry. It's... It doesn't matter. At least, it it isn't your fault. It was dark down there, the ship was buffeting around. It's pretty easy to click the wrong switch. And you can drop the commander. Thane is fine. Can you replace the robots? Aren't they pretty standard? Camilla said they were special robots. Prototypes or something. Right after she stuck a gun in my crotch and reminded me how bad it would be if I lost them. Have we lost them all? They were in two shipping containers. Looks like one of them is still here. Let's take a look, kid. I keep telling you my name is May. May? Fine, whatever. Give me a hand with this. It looks like two people lying side by side. Yeah. There must have been two robots per container. That's it. I wonder if he could do it. I'm pretty sure he lives in the semi system anyway. Who? What are you talking about? There's a guy I've heard of. I've never met him. He goes by the name of Kerlek. He's a bootlegger. There's a few of them around. I've heard Kerlek made it as far as semi They can reproduce almost any piece of technology you give them. His copies are almost perfect, right down to the smallest detail. Why would he do a thing like that? (laughs) Your family must be rich, huh? What does that mean? It means, May, you've got no idea how expensive it is to keep things running. Patented technology represents massive profit for the corporations, and not everybody can pay top credit. 
Curlet can sell the same components for a tenth of the cost. Why don't people just buy cheaper brands? Because when your family's lives are dependent on atmospheric shielding and life support systems on board a ship, you don't want unreliable designs. Someone like Curlick makes a lot of money giving people peace of mind. He sounds like a parasite and a thief. And you sound like a spoilt imperial brat. One who owes me a box of robots and a keg of hydrofuel. Oh, yeah, that. How do we get to him then? No fuel, remember? The chances against anybody finding us are astronomical. Unless your creepy school lessons taught you how to beam messages across star systems. No. I didn't think so. Look, it's late and I haven't slept in... Well, I can't remember. Get some rest. I've swept the system with the scanner and I can't see anyone else who might want to kill us. I'll move us clear of the asteroids and we can have a peaceful night. Maybe in the next few hours a ship will pick up the distress beacon. I doubt it. Okay. Is there a room I can have? (laughs) You're joking, right? Of course not. Where'd you expect me to sleep? Look around you, kid. The cargo hold is all there is. Don't look like that. If you think back to the conversation we had before you stowed away on my ship, I told you I didn't have passenger quarters. Where are you going to sleep? I'm going to my bunk because it's my ship. I'm not responsible for your comfort. You're just unwelcome cargo. If you look around, there are some blankets and a cargo harness. Maybe you can make yourself a hammock. Well, I... Really? Okay, tell the Admiral that she needs to take another look at our hand weapons. We've made a number of improvements to the Mark V, and I think she's going to want them, especially at our prices. Lorand, I've got news. Give me a sec. Put it this way, Colonel. If I was going to lead a death squad into a populated area, I'd want guns with this kind of accuracy and stopping power. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Any orders you want right now, we can ship by the end of the week. We can sort out the contracts later. We know you're good for it. Thank you, Colonel. Space the Federal military takes a long time to decide what guns they want. It's lucky for them there isn't a war going on. Oh dear, you've got a serious face. I'm not going to like this, am I? I've just been on the comms watching some of the Elite Federation messages. One hour ago, Bounty was ordered to Commander Thane for killing two bandits. The assassins we sent after him? Exactly. He must have outplayed them. Damn it. That means he's better than we expected. Get us a couple of ships. What are you going... I'll have to deal with this myself, Dallas. But surely we should wait until... Dallas! I don't want to be put through another humiliating audience with any of the family elders. My last meeting with Grand Matriarch Absalon froze me to my core. We can't do anything sitting on our backsides in Delta Pavona, staring across the border into Imperial space. We need to deal with this now, and we need to make sure that Commander Thane doesn't get away with our prototype. Lessons 
hurt. <laughs> <laughs> May, concentrate. A police viper and a Mark III Cobra are in combat. The Cobra has only 12% hull and 20% shields remaining, while the police viper has 87% hull. The police viper has a 1 megawatt beam laser, while the Cobra has a 5 megawatt pulse laser. Which craft has the statistical advantage? Um, I know this, I do, I know it. Please wait. Please, wait, I can do it. Listen very carefully, student. This is one of your fellow trainees. She used to be the number one student like you, but her scores are falling. You will answer my question correctly in five seconds or she will die. Hurry now. May, please. please. No, wait. Hurry up. The knife is very sharp. It must be quite uncomfortable. It hurts. hurts. May, please say things. You mustn't. Then answer. The cobra. The cobra has the advantage. Very good. That is correct. No! But I got it right. I knew you did. But she clearly didn't know the answer or she would have spoken up. Now I have more questions in a waiting room full of failing students. Listen carefully, May. May? 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 Wake up. What? What's happening? Were you having a nightmare? You were sweating. I... often have bad dreams. I can never remember them when I wake up. I'm sure they were about school. But they seem so blurry. I brought you some breakfast packs and a simulty. Thanks. You know you have a fuel scoop, right? What? I found it last night when I was searching for blankets. You have a fuel scoop fitted to your engine. We can refuel at any time. All we need is a gas giant or a nearby star. Well, look who was the number one student in class. I'm only trying to help. All right. Yes, I know about the fuel scoop. Honestly, though, I've never done it. It's easy. At least, I read that it was easy. You fly through the outer atmosphere of the sun and the fuel scoop converts the plasma into usable hydrogen fuel. But my point is, the fuel scoop hasn't been tested. At least, not by me. And I've certainly never tested the atmospheric shields against the heat of a star. Plus, only an idiot would attempt a star scrape in a binary system. Why? Ah, your lessons were never finished then. In a binary system, you have two stars in orbit around each other. If you try to skim past one of them and get caught in the gravity field, you go into a slingshot orbit. You zoom around the sun and get flung out into space in the opposite direction, really, really fast. Only in a binary system, what you get is the other sun right in your face. Oh. Unfortunately, you're completely right. Fuel scooping the sun is the only way we're getting out of this system. Okay, May, are you strapped in? Yes, I think so. These restraints are pretty tight. You got a remlock? A what? Space! You came travelling out here without a remlock? <sighs> okay, uh... 
Put mine on. What? What is it? What are you putting over my face? It's a Remlock survival mask. If we lose cabin pressure, this will save your life. Here, put it on. No, wait. If we lose pressure, you're the only one who can fly the ship. It doesn't matter. Take it. Be logical, Thane. If something happens to you, we both die. You need to fly the ship. I trust you. You can get us both through this. Okay. And thank you for caring enough to offer me your remlock. Whatever. Brace yourself. Even with the atmospheric shielding, it's going to get pretty hot in here. Okay. We might also get more turbulence. If we get hit by a solar flare, it's going to get really choppy. I think my harness is coming loose. Let me take a look. Is that better? Yeah. I'd better sit down before we get hit by a... Commander! Commander! Dallas, status? I got us a pair of unmarked Vipers. They're prepped and ready to go. Good. dug through Commander Thane's customs records. The flight plan he logged showed his cargo was heading for Semios. You think it's legitimate? I can't see why not. I don't imagine he knows the significance of what he's carrying. So we're going to try and head him off? That's the idea. We'll hang around the system fringes and see if he shows up. We scan for the first place he lands. What will you do with him? I haven't decided. But Mother has given him a designation. Commander Thane is now officially registered in our books as Alpha 45. I see. Is the Matriarch assigning him a Black Shadow? Not yet. Hopefully that won't become necessary. Oh. You don't remember learning to fly a Merlin? It's funny, I... 
The longer it's been that I've been away from the school, the harder I find it to remember what happened there. The hyperspace engine is online. We can get out of here. Finally. You did a great job. The cargo bay is completely full. It's been a pleasure. Although, I don't know where you're going to sleep until we've used up some of this fuel. Oh, you... I'm, I'm kidding! I'm kidding! Welcome to Semius. We're now well into Imperial space. Almost home. A little way to go yet, May. Where exactly is it you live? New radar contact. Oh, what now? We've picked up a couple of bogeys, coming in fast. ASP-class ships. Pilot of craft registration, Echo Victor 223. This is Federal Border Patrol, Omicron Niner. You will surrender and power down while your ship is scanned. Do they have jurisdiction here? I shouldn't think so. Screw them then. Halt, citizen. You will surrender and allow your craft to be scanned. Refusing a scan is in violation of federal trading codes. Reference 38 Kilo, subsection... Board now. Can you get away? We can manoeuvre quicker than them. If I can keep us turning, we'll slow them down. The planet we want is pretty close to the edge of the system anyway. Where are we headed? Donaldson. It's a ball of rock on one of the outer rings. That's a pity. The worlds of Semius are supposed to be beautiful. Well, I'm sorry this isn't a holiday, kid. We don't need terraforming and landscape parks. We need that technology boomer. Kerlek? You think we can trust him? Not even slightly. But he's the only chance we have to make this delivery of robots in one piece. Are the Federal ships still behind us? Yep. And now we've got Imperial ships coming up in front of us. This should be interesting. Federal ships are backing off. Hmm. I thought their claims of jurisdiction might be put off in the face of actual Imperial security. Hail, Commander, and welcome to Semius. This is Imsec Patrol, Master Luther speaking. You will shortly be scanned for contraband. Do you have anything to declare? Thank you, Patrol. Nothing unusual. Thanks for your time. But what about the cargo? It should be legit. Thank you, Patrol. Well, that's a relief. Welcome to Anton's camp, Commander. Landing clearance granted. Proceed to Bay 4. Thank you, OTC. How do we land? You see that bubble on the space dock? As we approach, it will open like an iris and close behind us. The docking bays are all pressurised. This is another world. Another planet. Yeah. Sorry it isn't more of a looker for you, kid. This place is just one of those balls of rock that some people can't resist living on. It doesn't even have an atmosphere. Enter ident details. Thank you, Commander Thane. No atmosphere. Oh, sweet. I got a 400 credit bounty for wasting those two ships that came after us. 
That'll make this easier. Why are you ordering fuel? Won't we do that when we leave? First important lesson, kid. Always refuel when you arrive. You never know when you'll have to leave in a hurry. What was I saying? You were saying this planet has no atmosphere. Where do the people live? A lot of them live and work in the spaceport. Look, we're about to leave the immigration area. There's probably a market right outside. Eager traders trying to get their first dibs on incoming visitors before they realise they can get better prices elsewhere. Okay. Just watch out for your goods. This place can be... colourful. I don't have anything worth grabbing. It's cute that you think that. Just be careful. Here we go. Welcome to Anderton's camp. Have a nice day. Greetings, Commander. What did you bring? I can give you the best price. I missed it. You carry five sheets. I'll give you a great Get your special edition dream sequence of Maxwell Returns. Anniversary edition. Holographically remastered with new effects and 23 seconds of previously unfelt emotions. It's a Precious metals, precious jewellery for the beautiful little girl. No? Is she your slave? I'd give you an excellent price for such a young and unspoiled beauty. Oh, let's go. Come through here. Oh. Have you seen any signs for ground transport? No. Why? We need to hire some wheels. So where are you planning on ditching me then? What do you mean? Come on, you've never wanted me around and you've shown no inclination to take me home. Shall I just find my own way from here? Well, I can't very well leave you on this rock, can I? Empire or no empire, this doesn't look like a very safe planet. Besides, if this deal with Camilla goes tits up, you're my best witness that we were attacked. So where are we going? Wherever Kerlick is hiding out, it won't be connected to the main transport network here. He'll be a loner. We'll need to hire a surface buggy and drive to his location. I found an old reference set of coordinates. I hope he's still there. But you said there was no atmosphere. The buggy will be shielded, don't worry. Look! Here. A remlock? If we're travelling outside, the remlock will keep you safe. What does it do? If you're exposed to vacuum for any reason, it'll shoot a protective bubble around you. And believe me, on a planet where everyone lives with the threat of vacuum, the whole city will drop what they're doing and come and rescue you. Promise. Thank you, Zane. Come on, let's go find a ride. Look at all those glass domes. The towers and trees look incredible. Your empire does have some very pretty buildings, I'll give you that. And that's where the people live, on this planet? In those domes? The rich ones do. The poorer workers and slaves probably live underground. The traders mostly work and doss down in the spaceport. It's the imperial dream. What do you mean? Never mind. According to the coordinates I pulled together, we're here. Looks like there's some kind of pressurised vehicle bay. I suggest we try it unless you want to wear the suit. No? Let's take a look. 
Power checks out. Atmosphere breathable. Pressure good. We can get out. Yeah, but I'd keep that remlock on if I were you. It's dark and covered in dust and junk. Hmm. Someone has gone to a lot of effort to make this place look abandoned, despite the fact that the airlock works perfectly. You think there's someone here then? I do. I just hope it isn't someone who wants to kill us. I thought you said he was a traitor. He was. A lot can happen to a man out here. His place may have even been taken over by bandits. Maybe I shouldn't have brought you here. There's a door at the back. I'll look. Come back. May, be careful. that episode of Escape Velocity, Amy Timms played May, Christopher Jarvis, Thane, Liam McCauley, Dallas, Rebecca Keeves, Lorand, Georgia Darlison was the Imperial pilot and teacher, Anthony Wilkes, federal pilot, Katie Howes, student, with John Stabler as orbital traffic control, and Verity Croft as the voice of the computer. Other parts were played by members of the cast. Escape Velocity was written and produced by Christopher Jarvis, with additional music by Alan Stroud, and is a Radio Theatre Workshop production. This work contains non-law fiction set in the Elite Dangerous galaxy. Elite Dangerous is copyright Frontier Developments PLC. For more information, please visit escapevelocity.laveradio.com.